Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. And good evening, good evening, good evening. And welcome. And if you're looking at my face, I'm looking at your face. We're looking at faces of the game. I am Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt None the Wiser Wise. And if you're watching us right now, you got your game face on. But Matt, you know me. Before I get started, I got to go to the questions. Get them. So if you're trying to figure out how to get the new design on your face mask for COVID, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to get that new arrangement for that kitchen, for that apartment you just moved into, you're on the wrong podcast. But if you're trying to get insight in the Bay Area sports from a spectator's view, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get insight in the sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. I'm going to say this again. I'm Richard DeRaisa Ewing. He's Matt Nunderwiser Wise. Matt, what do we got? What don't we have? Oh. Uh, if you know, for me, Olympics full swing. Mm-hmm. So I'm glued to the TV. Gigantes oh. doing the thing, doing it against the Doyers, doing it against the Astros. You, you see me repping. Uh, I see you repping. Uh, the Warriors had their draft uh, that came up. We have NFL. The players are going back to camp, mm. and. You know, some not so great news, um, but I, I got a little, I got a little, someone slid me a little, you know, just a little secret, you know, a little industry mm. secret oh. um, about sports betting uh, because we live in the San Jose Bay area. Allegedly, uh, Evander Kane uh, has been caught up in betting against the San Jose Sharks and a little birdie told me, allegedly he's doing it over at betonline.ag. So if you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win your money today. Like, allegedly, Evander Kane, San Jose Sharks has been doing. And we don't know if it's true or not, but whether it's live betting during games or futures for who you think is going to win the championship, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So I encourage you, visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your sports book experts. Wow. Wow. That was I don't know if it's true. I don't well, know. I, look, I, I allegedly that was you you've done I that heard. promo. Look, you've done that promo several times. I don't think nothing was more terrific than that one, man. That was just bomb, dude. That was, Dad, you said your boy might have his hands in a cookie jar, betonline.ag. Woo, that was just, okay, look. And I'll tell you right now, we do the promos, and the other podcasts do the promos too. They're not going to do it like that. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't know. I do not know. I It may or may not be true. Mm. And, you know, listen, I mean, here's, here's the thing. You want to bet. Like, if I'm going to go bet, I'm, and I'm going to go bet on my teams, which I'm not even a member of those teams, you know, right. I'm not on the San Francisco 49ers, although right. I'm willing to take offers and be on their payroll. Uh, I'm not on the Golden State Warriors. I'm not on the San Francisco Giants. I'm not on the San Jose Sharks. 
But when I bet and I put my money down and when I do do it, I do it at betonline.ag. But when I do bet, I'm never, I never bet against my own team. Right. I never bet against the Warriors. I never bet against the Giants. I just don't do it. So to be a member on that team and allegedly bet against your own team, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Like, I just could not imagine doing that. Um, uh, i tell you something. I, I think when it comes down to it is they're even using the phrase where they're saying they're calling Evander Pete Rose, you know, it's like, it's like, but, but the thing but Pete Rose never bet against his own team. He bet that his team was going to win every single time. Yeah. He never but, bet but, against his own team or he never even is, bet on his team. Okay. But this is the problem. The problem I have with all of this is that first of all, we don't really know if it's true. Apparently his wife came out and she really hates him right now. I guess they're going through a messy divorce and he's, he, 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 Evander's got his hand. He's got some dirty stuff going on. He had a situation where apparently he was with a woman and she produced a kid and he said he was going to pay her 3 million to abort the kid. And she went and did it and he wouldn't pay. And apparently he was seen apparently in Canada you know, after this whole thing with his wife and he was with a girl there. And so, and apparently they're saying that he's got a problem with his money now because of all the gambling debts he's accrued. And my whole deal is this, is that, I mean, on one end, I already know that, first of all, I don't know if he did it or not, but if he did, it's just downright wrong, okay? And the whole situation with the woman, with the baby, dude, you just sunk to a new low, if that's what you did, okay? But but this is the problem I have. The problem I have is this. I don't see this to be any different than the situation what happened with steroids in baseball. Because this is the problem. Baseball, NFL, the NBA, okay? And, and, and you know, all the major sports franchises, they all jumped on with sports betting. This is this is not the last time we're going to hear about this. No, it's not. And you, you're right. I mean, it, you look at it. I mean, it, you look at the the stands, the stadiums. It, the it, it's all over the place. In the All Star Game, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't even know the sports book, but if you hit the sign, which the A's the A's player hit the sign, they were given like a hundred thousand dollars, something ridiculous. You know, at the the stadium, like it's this is going to be something that's going to be a continual problem. We're going to hear more and more mm-hmm. about it. And, and we live in a day and age where you can't get away with anything. Everything, no, everything do is monitored is and tracked. No, so you're not no. going to get away with anything for very long. No. So we're going to probably hear a lot, lot more about these types of things uh, with, with betting going on within the sports. And to me, it scares me because I, it's, it's, I hope it, it doesn't ruin the integrity of sports. Well, no, the integrity um, of sports was already ruined, sir. It was. I, ruined, I know, I know. I like to ruined. be optimistic about it, though. Yeah, yeah. We all want to be optimistic. I'm like you. I'm genuine. In other words, I want to be able to turn my TV on and know that some guy is not paying some other guy, okay, to you know, uh, miff a catch or you know, throw an interception. But we're talking about pros, right? We're talking about pros right now. But now think about it in the collegiate level in college sports. Now that players are able to make money off their representation. Yeah. Think about the offers that they're going to get from sports books. 
you know, to kind of shave the line here and there. Like, and see, this is the thing. Crazy. It's going to get crazy. Yeah, and this is the thing. I was on board with college players getting paid, okay? Because I felt like, you know what? The NCAA has been making billions of dollars off these students, and it's about time that they start getting what they should have got decades ago. But you're right. Somebody's going to come in there and taint it, okay? Mm-hmm. And and you're starting to see it at the, already. Um, but I think to that point, I, I believe it began when the Raiders went to Vegas. That's where it began. Well, I, that I mean, may have been the genesis at, of it. Uh, that may at, have been the genesis. Because the NFL is fully bought into aligning themselves with whatever the sports book is that they're, they're yeah, but it's DraftKings or but, whatever but I'm it saying, is. Yeah, but I'm saying the NFL is the first premier franchise to put itself in the lion's den, okay? And the lion's den is Vegas, okay? Well, the Golden Knights did it first and one of the Golden Knights did it first, but, yeah. but, but the Golden Knights aren't the Raiders. Let's keep it real. The Raiders are an international brand. You put an international brand in the lion's den of sports betting. That was the beginning of the avalanche that was to come. But my whole deal is this. With all that going on, okay, you couldn't help but to expect something like this with Evander Kane eventually happening. And it just so happened it's him. And we don't know how many others. uh, It's not just him. I I mean, statistics would tell you, you know, you got so many players – you know, 1% of them are betting, right? Or whatever. Right. So it's not just him. And that's what's scary. That's what's really, really scary about it. Um, you know, hey, if he would have, you know, put that shot on goal, may, may they have scored that goal and won instead of losing the game uh, that, that he was betting against his own team. I don't know. Like, that's what's really, really yeah. scary and disheartening right about it, you know? Yeah. So, and by the way, this was a team that was in, that was in, that was going, that was contending for the Stanley Cup. And it makes you wonder, it's like, wait a minute, how did they lose that? That was a game seven. Okay, look. I, and see, I don't want to go down that route. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know whole, you don't. Nobody like, does. There's a ton of conspiracies out there in this world. Right, like, I don't need right. to start sports conspiracy because <laughs> then I, you know, I would have no, I would have no free time for anything else. No, and we're losing time. So let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about MLB in the Bay Area. Here we are. It's 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 August, and the two Bay Area teams are still at the top. <laughs> okay, it's like it's like in other words, there was talk that hey, you know what, this whole thing in the West is you know not real. You know, it, it's a it's a it's a, a, a camouflage for what's real. Eventually, this will go away, and it's like okay, wait a minute, we're in August now. The A's are still atop of the AL West. No, they're uh, they're actually four and a half games behind Houston. Oh yeah, that's um, right because they lost. They lost. Right, it. but they're still. But they're, they're but they're still they're in great position for the wild card. They're wild in great card. position to, okay, to make but, the playoffs. Okay, and and I'll tell you something. Come playoff time for the A's, uh, that's a team you don't want to see in the playoffs. Nothing personal. I mean, it it, it could get it could get nasty against them. It could. It could. With either of these Bay Area teams, uh, it can get it could get ugly because they're, they're both highly competitive teams um, that can pitch and play defense. So, uh, okay, but, and, but I'm saying you look at history in the AL West during playoffs. 
the 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 AL teams, whenever they play the A's, they have to squeak it out. In other words, they don't just beat up the A's and win. It's like no, nah, it, it it gets it gets dicey towards the end. No, they the A's are always a scrappy team. They're always going to be a tough out, right? Um, but that American League is is no joke. I mean, you got Houston, you got the Chicago White Sox, you got the Tampa Bay Rays, you got the Boston Red Sox, right? And they are all playing great baseball. Um, so it is pretty scary. And then you got the Yankees there that just totally retooled, uh, at trade deadline Mm -hmm. and picked up some big bats and big names. So what about the sell off of the Cubs? Oh my God. They just sold everything. Didn't they? Well, yeah, yeah. It was heading that direction. Uh, and thankfully it, they did because the giants, the giants got a huge right-handed bat. That's right. Uh, and Chris Bryant, and and no, that's no, really no, gonna no, help. No, oh, yeah, yeah. That. That's Chris Giant Bryant. Okay, Chris, Chris Giant Bryant for and sure. We gotta retool that. Okay, and he goes deep in his first game. So so that's that's totally encouraging. The Giants did make a move that that needed to happen. They didn't give up a lot for it, so that right. was even better. They didn't give up their Joey Bart's. They didn't give up, uh, you know, their their any of their young young good good talent prospects that should be here in the next two or three years. So. Uh, so that's really, really exciting. And but they got that big bat. And the way they're swinging the bats to get a bat like that, to on top of what they've already been doing, they're the highest team in the major leagues in home runs this year, um, is awesome. Like, let's go. It's time for the pennant race run. It's time for the playoffs. Bring on the Doyers. Bring on the Padres. We got you, suckers. Okay, but it also shows that the one thing that everybody was talking about at the beginning of the season – you know, and these two guys were kind of being, you know, the butting of jokes. And that was Gabe Kapler and Farhan Zaidi. And now, oh, guess what? They're genius. Farhan, Farhan showed you why he's Farhan Zaidi. Okay. That pickup of, of Bryant, that was that was that was classic Farhan Zaidi. This is stuff he did when he was in LA. The stuff he did when he was in Oakland. Okay. And if you expect anything less than that, you don't know the guy. Okay. And he did not, I mean, he did not mortgage a lot. I mean, there's, there was trades out there. Kimbrell was out there. Uh, Max Scherzer was another one on there. And those kind of players were going to require selling the farm, uh, giving up your big, big names down in the lower levels and and with the giants we're not willing to do that and i'm thankful that they weren't uh, i'm thankful that we still have a, a stockpile of players uh ready to come up and and so he didn't make the move for the scherzer or the kimbrel uh or anything like that but he did go out and get chris bryant and he got in my opinion for the two players that they sent over it was a great deal well i'll tell you something else to your point that you talk about stockpile that is what's going to finit the Giants run the playoffs is that stockpile. Because once once they get in the playoffs, Kapler is just going to release the four wins, okay? Because that's what he's doing right now. He's kind of holding back the four wins. And the, the, the stockpiling no players, he's going to let them all go. So come on, we're in playoff time. Everybody plays, okay? Now you're going to see what they actually have as far as depth is concerned. We're going to stop MLB and move to my guys, the 49ers. I got to do it. I gotta do it because- You're heading to the 49ers. Here's a scary thing. Okay. 
the Indianapolis Colts, there's talks of trading to get a Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, from the San Francisco 49ers. I don't uh, so there, there's that out there in the atmosphere. Do you kind of get the sense, Matt, none the wiser, that, you know, these guys, they got to have talking points. Is that what this is about? That's, that's what I'm thinking because – because they got to talking about, oh, and I, this is the one that really made me laugh. It really did. Trey Lance is going to be over center week one. Oh, well, if they trade Jimmy Garoppolo, he will be. No. Uh, I, here, no. This is what I, this is the one I love. Oh, what are the odds we're going to see Trey Lance game one? Not maybe starting, but on the field. It's like, yo. God, come on, a rookie! Well, like we got, we have a quarterback, we have a line, we have running backs, we got wide receivers, and to top it off, we have a frightening defense that's going to be back and healthy. What? Why are we making this big old hoopla over a guy that has not taken one snap in the NFL? Snap? That we don't know. I mean, he may be the greatest thing to come, but but let him figure it out let him learn the nfl oh, by the way trey lance threw an interception today in practice in the red zone great let him learn that that's the time to do it that's where you okay, learn but, it and but, then i but, see but, videos of trey lance throwing at 60 yards down the field hey but, i saw but, tim but, tebow catch a touchdown okay but but to hear local you know radio talent if you will talking about a trey lance is, is going to be on week one and Garoppolo's done. I'm like, dude, are you, you must be a millennial. You have to be to say something like that. It's like, dude, I'm going to tell you something. I have, in all my years of watching the NFL, I have never seen a starting quarterback in the league take a team all the way to the Super Bowl. And then in the next two seasons, he don't even start. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. You tell me one time that that's happened. Or or like everybody's calling for his head. I do not understand it. I don't – like, I'm listen, I'm not the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Like, mm-hmm. his game doesn't, doesn't, I mean, overly do it for me. But he's a great quarterback. He's a yeah. good, good quarterback. He's a very um, good quarterback. And I'll tell you something. The one thing about him that I admire is that Garoppolo does the thing that – quarterbacks who have succeeded done in the past they take risks he's a big risk taker yeah he is you if if you are going to make in the nfl okay you can't throw everything that's dialed in sometimes you got to look at the defense and go okay you know what i know this is dialed in but that defensive back is a little too close up next to the free safety at this point i know the speed of my receiver if he gets behind him Oh, I'm making it go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy puts it in some of the tightest windows I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Some of the scariest windows uh, and coverages that I've ever seen. And he puts the ball there and he does it uh, because he, he's got, he, he trusts himself. He believes in himself. He believes in his guys. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not against Trey Lance. I, I tell you something. When I remember when we had this discussion before they made the pick. And I told you who I thought was going to, they were going to go for. And you told me who you thought. And I made it very clear. I said, look, I'm not mad at you. Trey Lance is not a bad pick. He's not. Because no. you look at the guy's numbers in college, 
he, he was foolproof. I mean, come on. Anytime you have a season where you throw 28 touchdowns with no interceptions, okay, look, you don't, you don't say no to that, okay? You don't. So, so I get that. But understand, guys, the practice was just that. It's practice, okay? And they're in, and they're, they're in, you know, they're in jerseys and shorts. They didn't have no pads on, and it's not week one. And I'm going to tell you right now, I played, okay, football, and I was a left linebacker. And I played at the junior college level. And I'm going to tell you, what was always different, when you do walkthroughs and you do practices with no pads, hey, it's a whole lot different when you're on a regular, when you're in the middle of the season, okay, and everybody's playing. I'm going to tell you something, guys Guys that were doing stuff in, 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 in preseason, they weren't doing it in the regular season. Okay, the regular season was real. Okay, look, in the regular season, guys were competitive, man. I see dudes getting laid out. I saw, you know, guys who used to be able to make a catch. Now they're not. Okay, it's like, dang, dude, what happened? What happened was, hey, it's competitive now. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you want to take your draft, number one draft pick, and trade away Jimmy Garoppolo just because you got Trey Lance and you think he's the future to take – all your snaps in his first year with this team. Mm-mm. Like, it's not like this is a rebuild. Like right. you got a team to get to the Super Bowl, and you want to put a rookie out there to earn his lumps and make his mistakes and go through all the growing pains that he's going to go through as a rookie quarterback. You want to do that right now with this team when you actually have a quarterback that can run it for you till he's ready. Mm-hmm. Cause you put him in there. You're going to destroy him mentally. He may never be a good quarterback. Because you threw him in there too early and he wasn't ready. Um, not that James Wiseman in for the Warriors was the same, but we saw how overwhelmed at times he looked in his rookie season. Mm. Do you want that for your QB one? You when when yep. it's not necessary? Like if the Niners had no other choice and they were forced to play Trey Lance because they didn't have another good quarterback, that's one thing. But you got a guy. I just gotta throw this out there. This is proof that things in, for, in sports change quickly, okay? I just – this just came over just now. Former ace reliever. <laughs> Toronto has reportedly traded 2011 National League reliever of the year, John Ashford, to Milwaukee for a buck. For a buck? A buck. Dang, One man. stinking dollar. Like that hurt. That would that, hurt. That, that, that would yeah, hurt, that would hurt me that, personally. That that's just disrespectful. I, okay, that's just okay. Hey, what what does my man say? Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, I guess it's no worse than back in the day when they would trade players for like goats or horses or you know, what I mean, livestock or something. We you know ain't what I mean? talking about. Wait a minute, come on, man. I, one thing that's why I love you, brother. You always see the bright side of everything. But come on, let's keep it real, man. We ain't talking I, yes. about back then. No, I understand. About now. I, that like, was just... yeah. You trade me for a buck, I'm going to be pretty pissed off. You trade me for a candy bar, I might be in a better mood. But uh, yeah. like, that's going to hurt my feelings a little bit. Yeah. And it, by the way, that candy bar, it better be good tasting candy bar too. Best chocolate in the world. That's great cocoa. Okay. So, so we're going to move on because – um, I got to talk about the Golden State Warriors and trade deadline. And the reason why I got to do this is because, you know, the Warriors haven't really done anything and everybody's talking about it. And there's been a lot of moves that have been done 
you have uh, uh, CP3 signing a four-year deal for $120 million to the Suns. Um, and, you know, we're talking about these other players, but the juiciest one is the one that's getting done right now as we speak. And that's the one in Golden State. Because your boy, Steph, four-year extension, $215 million. It, it's about time. It had, I mean, it was going to get done. And, and, and the fact is, you have Chris Paul, you got all the way to the finals, signing for 120, and then you got Steph. You got three top people's belt, two time MVP. Oh, and by the way, ESPN's best NBA player this year. Signing for 215. Which one is more valuable? Oh, I don't think we need to have that discussion, do we? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no disrespect to Chris Paul. I no, mean, no disrespect for Chris Paul at all. Chris Paul, but there's there's Chris levels Paul, to Chris this. Chris Paul this year had a phenomenal season, no question about it. I tell you mm-hmm. something. My respect for Chris Paul went up after this season because I felt like okay, he he displayed to me that he knew the game. He displayed that if he has the right pieces in play, he can orchestrate a team and get them to the promised land. And that's why I do this to him. I say, hey, all right. But I am saying this year, the Warriors have just a psychology hold on the NBA. It is. It's psychology. It's like, it's like you don't, it's like they don't know what Clay's gonna do. They have a couple of pieces in place. Steph is Steph. Dre's gonna be Dre. And the, right before the season starts, it's kind of like what Michael Jordan had on, you know, the NBA Eastern Conference. It's like when he retired for the third time and there was talk that he was going to come back the fourth time and play for the Wizards. <laughs> I'll never forget what's the name from Orlando Magic. He said, Oh no, he said, he said, oh no. <laughs> it's like it's like psychologically, he just it's like Mike just has something over everybody. It was like the fact that he was gonna play for the Wizards, everybody was like, oh, and by the way, when he was with the Wizards, he still was averaging 29 points a game. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I mean it was like it was like, dude, it was like and 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 so so it's like you look at the West, Russell Westbrook is gonna be a Laker. That's done. And, you know. That's scary. Uh, not to me. That, that's scary to me, man. No, they were because, the, because the Lake, the one thing the Lakers did not have was a point guard. Okay. Um, but, and now but, they have a point guard and they have a, a guy that can create his own offense. Oh, my God. Why don't you just roll in wheelchairs for these guys? They're all. No, nah, man. He, you, he, how could you say he's washed up? Look what he did last year. I didn't year say he was washed up. I didn't say he was washed up. What I wheelchair did. does that man need? Okay. I'm talking about this is the thing. Wait until the middle of the season, right after the All Star break. Okay, that's 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 when uh, that's when all of a sudden all these supposed stars they got. Let's see where they at after that. We'll see. No, I mean you're absolutely right. Who knows? That's the unknown. But and Uh we'll see. The Warriors are just a huge question mark. Like you look at the Warriors' future right now, and Mm -hmm. it's a shadow 
I don't think so. Yeah, it is. The, 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 listen, they don't know what James Wiseman's going to be. All right. I worried they, about that. They, they, yeah, they know what they don't know what Clay's going to be coming back. Ah, uh, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's not. Minute. I mean, now, you now, can't now, tell me you he's going to two years off. He's going to no. come back and just no. be Clay of old. Clay is the one person I'm not worried about. I'm not worried I'm about either, what I think. But I'm he's not going to play 40 minutes a game. He ain't supposed to. The season. He's not supposed to. The only thing Clay needs is support, and you'll get it. Okay. I'm telling you what I'm. I'm telling you right now. I'm not a betting man, never will be, because I don't gamble. But I tell you one thing. I got more faith in what the Warriors put on the floor than the Lakers. I do. I, I just feel I like when I look at the two, it's Steph like Curry can't do everything. Okay. Who? Steph can't do everything. I'm not talking about Steph. Clay's gonna give you what you know. I what guarantee you. What this. are the other pieces though? I mean, I what are the other pieces? They have no bench. Okay, but why? Oh, oh, be careful. Okay, be careful, because this is the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Myers and company are right now putting together something where now all of a sudden the bench is, okay. No, absolutely, but where because, the Warriors are right now, they are not right now, the top guess, tier Guess who they might the bring back? Guess who they might bring back? Andre Iguodala is what I've heard. No, I'm not talking about Iguodala. They do that, that's extra. Watch and see if they don't bring back Marquise Chris. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. But Chris the big boy. Okay. Um, okay. Like I said, I'm fine with that. But, I mean, at some point I have to be realistic about the Warriors. The the big three, Steph, Dre, Clay, they mm-hmm. wanted veteran experience to fill out, right? The Warriors maybe couldn't find that deal out there what they do they took their draft picks they find they drafted two great players in my opinion in Kaminga and uh Moses uh Moody Moody thank you um so they did that they don't have a ton of money to spend they don't have a ton of like options they maybe a sign in trade with Kelly Oubre type of deal I you know I don't know but it's not looking like super great at this point. It well, might. it's not supposed to. See that's but but you're telling me but you're telling me they're better than the Lakers and the Lakers right well, now are set up with a top, a big three or they're better than the in Brooklyn that's got a big, big three, three over there. Still. Big three has to stay healthy for an entire season. Absolutely, okay. it does. But yes, that's right. for any team. That's it's the Warriors right. too. The Warriors okay. aren't getting any younger with okay, their but, stars. Their stars the getting thing. older. They're going to get the injured two franchises, too. Of the two franchises, who's been hurt, who's been hurt sooner than the other? We both. They no, we both. No, no, no. The Warriors the Lakers, have sucked for two years because no, of injuries. No, the Lakers, the Lakers just won in the bubble. Okay, AD got hurt this year. Okay, this so year. they missed that, but they just won in the bubble. The but the bubble been in the is playoffs the bubble, in two years. The bubble is two is is two years ago. I'm saying physically when I look at the Lakers. I don't see them going past a full season without injuries. They're okay, so old. then let's take the Lakers off the table. You still got Utah to contend with. You still have Phoenix now. Uh, Utah, is, Utah. Utah. Okay, so young don't bring up Utah because everybody knows Utah, they got a glass jaw. Okay, come on. Okay. Well, it, it, their yeah, star player was hurt. Okay. Now, I mean, Phoenix, Phoenix, on the other hand, I could see that. I can see the contention in Phoenix. Okay. There's there. Uh, the, here's the thing. Like, the, in my opinion, like the Warriors are gonna have to 
to work some magic. And I'm not saying that they can't, um, but as it sits right now, to me, uh, well, you know, a six, five, six seed getting into the playoffs. I know, I know. I, I see the Warriors going high as a four. I just, I, I don't, I, you know, with what they got now and what, whatever else, and we'll see. I mean, it's still super early. We'll see what some of it's these still other super teams. early. And with that note, as you probably know, man, we got to go because we only get 30 minutes. So I was just getting started, man. I know, me too. But, and I love the back and forth. You know that. We didn't even get to Olympics. We didn't even get to Simone Biles. We didn't get to Olympics. Nothing, man. Should have. We should have talked about Simone because that girl's got heart. Okay. Cur- I, I would call it courage. Like that. Courage comes was, from the heart. It was very, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying, but it's very, a very courageous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm really, really interested to, to hear more into the story, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I, I think also it speaks to something that the, the conscious awareness of the planet is, is, is actually becoming more aware of that, that mental health, not just in sports, but in everyday life is something that can no longer be ignored. Okay. Um, it, it, this is real. It, it's affecting us every day in our everyday lives. And it's, it's causing a strain, okay? And when people like Simone Biles step up and, 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 and meet the challenge like that, it, it sends awareness to the powers that be to, hey, we, got, we, we really need to focus on this because this is, this is a major problem, okay? So anyway, I got to go. Matter. People matter. If you're struggling, you need help out there, Game Face, we got you. Yeah. Watch us, we'll entertain you. Shoot us a message. You need something. We got you here at Game Face. Yes, yes. And and hats off to Simone Biles for stepping up. Okay. So anyway, Matt, you know, I love you, bro, my brother, and love you having you on here. And we love doing this. Okay. So guess what? Next week, we're going to have the head coach of San Jose State Spartans. Okay. And we're going to do that. And you guys are welcome to, to check in because this is Game Face. This is our new tagline. Game Face. Barrier Sports magnified thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube